Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. Level three. The late night anger match for Crest. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabe Morency. People getting fired up in our chat. Shout out to Jazz in Kelowna. I saw there was a crazy crane crash in Kelowna, huh? I saw that. Like, it's crazy. I saw it. Like, I saw the news. Crane crashes. I'm like, oh, where's that? And I'm like, and I'm like, oh, wow. And then now I see, like, yeah, they're pulling bodies out still. Like, like five people died or something. No one notices when people die anymore. <laughs> like, no one cares. Like, it really is nuts. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, yeah, like five people got shot in El Paso in a mall. It's like, hey, what, what, oh, oh, oh. hey there's an unmarked grave. 100, another 150 kids. What, 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 oh, what, oh, oh. What, what? You hear about uh, you know? You hear about the uh, Gabriel Landeskog? <laughs> no one like no one knows anything. It's nuts. Well, crazy stuff. Got to watch out for those cranks. So uh, shout out to John Doe, California in the house. I don't know where Leg Show is at. I don't know where you at Leg Show. I don't know where everybody's from. Uh, Degenerate Dean. Where's Degenerate Dean at? Are you in Toronto, Degenerate Dean? Are you in Toronto? I know Grinch is in Arizona. What's up, Iz? Where are you from, Iz? I know Iz is part of the McAfee uh, crew. And the Hammer Dog. Where's where are you from, Iz? You're tubing? I don't know where you're from. Blaker's in Montreal. I believe you're in Montreal. John is in Chicago, I know. Chris Brady, I know, is in uh, the state of Washington. Reed? I'm not sure where Reed's from. Where are you at, Reed? I know you, Reed. I know your name, Reed. I know you, Reed, but I don't know where you're at. Lisa... Lisa, uh, Lisa's from Texas. Lisa's tuning in right now uh, from Austin. <laughs> oh God, she's gonna hate me. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Lisa's in Norman, Oklahoma, baby. Degenerate Dean Langley, thank you. Oh, I saw Langley, BC, has been voted one of the smartest communities in the world. Um, so you might, might must be because of you. I'm sorry, Lisa right now is like really like, man, what? what are you, it's Austin, Texas. What? I'm kidding, I'm kidding. 
<laughs> What's up, Biz? West Virginia, but in Scottsdale. We were just talking about West Virginia earlier in the day. There's a bar in New York City. It's the West Virginia bar. Uh, Jack Doyle's. Good place. Check it out. I think it's on 33rd. So, um, let me ask you, Matthias. What do you think about the NBA Finals now? Milwaukee Bucks, can they pull off what your Clippers couldn't? Can they finish the job and come back and beat the Suns? What do you think? I think they can be. And I think it's a solid point. They're beat up in the paint right now, especially on the board. They have a massive, massive matchup problem with Lopez and Giannis. We don't have enough bodies in there. And, uh, you know, in fact, uh, the, you know, the Clippers and the way that Anthony Davis for the Lakers, uh, Aiton was having a great time. You know, was talking about Andre Aiton was strong. And what happened? DeAndre Aiton is not so uh, hardcore right now. The late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Renzi. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between. Uh, shout out to everybody tuning in, including our AM uh, radio affiliates. Uh, we did a little roll call just to see where everybody is. We've got a lot of people tuning in in Vegas. Leg Show, Arts District, Vegas. I like the Arts District. My buddy used to live. Uh, what's that big condo called there down there? They used to be the one. What was what's it called? I, I was I was gonna move there and stuff, but I lived in uh, where did I live in Las Vegas? I lived in the Allure. <laughs> I lived in the I lived in that condo tower in Vegas on Sahara and Las Vegas Boulevard. You know the condo tower right in, next to the world's biggest gift shop. One of my favorite condos I've ever lived in, actually. I really liked that place. I really liked the neighborhood was really bad. But I like the, uh, like I nearly got killed and robbed a few times behind the Naked City behind there. <laughs> and I was nuts too. Like I used to walk through there with like $15,000 on me and stuff. And I remember what, like the cops always used to pull up and they'd be like, yo, yo, like they thought I was a tourist. They're like, yo, yo, you should not be walking on this street. And I'd say, no, no, I live here. And they say, then why are you walking on this street if you know this? <laughs> they always asked me. I was like, no, I'm good, I'm good, bro, don't worry. I was like, I was good. A couple of times it got crazy. I nearly got robbed in the parking lot of the Stratosphere coming out once on that little side street there. And then um, another time I nearly got robbed in the same area. <laughs> Just a minute it's around the Stratosphere. <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah, I know. I like the... Uh, I, lo I love that. Yeah, Soho Lofts. Thank you. Soho Lofts. That was the name. I lived in Allure. You had... Uh, man, the sky... Right, Sky, There's there was the Sky Tower, the Turnberry. Man, I got a good memory. It's all coming back to me, baby. The Turnberry, that's where Taylor Stevens lived. Uh, the Turnberry's nice, but it's more uptight. That's like where the Westgate is and the Hilton is and stuff. It's okay. Basically, like, my, mine was cool. My neighbor was, you know, the tennis player, Anna Ivanovic? My neighbor was her agent. <laughs> so... Like, I saw Anna Ivonic in my hallway once. I was like, yeah, I picked the right building. I was like, damn, this is pretty cool. My condo is pretty much like hookers, porn stars, poker players, odds makers, and me. The late night anger management class continues. Bring it. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. What's the dumbest bet I ever heard of? I disagree. I disagree. Late night anger management class. Got people bashing Circus Circus. I will not stand for it in the chat here. I like Circus Circus. <laughs> the one thing with Circus Circus, though, it smells like um, their carpet. It always smells like they're cleaning the carpet there. Uh, and I know, trust me, I lived in the courtyard suites of Circus Circus for a while. So <laughs> I know that facility and property very well. But Circus Circus is probably the most generous with drink tickets out of anywhere in Vegas. Like modern Vegas is cheap with drink tickets. Circus Circus is good. Like if you tip the, the guy the spot the sports window a couple of bucks, like he'll give you a, like a stack of tickets. And what's cool is the tickets are good at the bar. And and then boom, you translate it, and it's funny. Like uh, you go to the bar and you got to use two tickets for one because I'm like, I don't want your crappy, like, well, I don't want your crappy free vodka here. I was like, I need a great goose. She's like, that's two tickets for one then. I'm like, don't, no problem. I got 70 of them. <laughs> so I used to just tip the guy like 20 bucks. I'd bet a game. I'd give the guy 20 bucks. I'd be like, any drink tickets, buddy? He'd give me like the book. <laughs> like I'd have a book of them. Like I literally would have so many of them. Like they didn't, I didn't like giving them away because I didn't like. You start giving away to everybody, then they're gonna stop giving to me, right? It's one of those deals. You can't abuse it, right? I pissed the strat off doing that. The stratosphere used to give me like a book every night. Like I didn't ever pay for a drink of my life in that place because I bet so much on sports. So like I used to bet and I'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah and give me the book, and it gave me literally like a book of drink tickets. 
But they got mad because I was giving them to like homeless people and like uh, gangbangers and stuff, and they knew it. <laughs> like once I nearly got killed, man, by a bunch of Hawaiian dudes, and uh, I had to bribe them at the end with like free drink tickets off. <laughs> That's how I saved my ass. Like I was in trouble. I like I was waiting in line to place a bet the Super Bowl. And I was gone on a bender, Matthias. I was in a bad mood. I was like, I was not, not in the best of shape. It was the Ravens uh, 49ers Super Bowl. And I'm in line at the Strat. And the Strat's like a dangerous place. Like, like you don't want to, like, I went there every night. So I was okay. But there were gangbangers for real. And like, let me just cut to, there were murderers there and stuff. Right? So it was hardcore, man. Right? So like, like you know, you so. But I knew I was one of the locals. I was like one of the the crew. They didn't. They they knew me. I got along with everybody, and so I'm in line. And I told someone, well, "You hurry the f up, man. This ain't amateur hour." And I'm really bitching about people taking a long time Super Bowl to place bets. And I pissed the wrong guy off in front of them and had a line. Turned around. It's a big like Samoan Hawaii dude, Hawaiian dude. Like he said, "Are you talking to me?" I was like, no, kind of, but it was no turning back. And he basically said, I'm going to effing kill you. <laughs> he said, I'm going to place my bet and I'm going to kill you. <laughs> I swear with this, he was like three guys ahead and lying to me, right? Stab you in the neck. And I'm standing in line and I'm like, I didn't want to be a bitch and just like run away, you know what I mean? So I'm like, but I was like, I also knew, I'm like, dude, like, this guy's serious. Like, he's going to punch me in the face in like a minute here. Like, so I'm kind of standing there and I get on my phone and I call Sheldog, our boy Sheldog, because he's coming over to meet me here. And I tell him, listen, I can't, don't come here. We got to go somewhere else. <laughs> so I said to him, I said, I just pissed off the wrong group of dudes, man. I said, this is bad. I said, I'm not sitting here all day because I'm going to get murdered. And I said, I'm not messing with these guys. And uh, he's like, no, no. He goes, you're good. Just talk your way out of it. You're good. Like, you know what I mean? And I was like, I can't talk my way out of this. So I was like, so I'm like, all right, all right, all right. I'll see what I can do. So buddy looks at me and stuff. He points at me when he walks out of the line type thing. And he goes to his buddies. He's got like a bunch of massive dudes, man. And they're all looking at me laughing and stuff. And I'm thinking, oh, man, I'm in trouble, like for real. So... I place my bet. I place my bet. And I sit down again at the strat. I'm sitting there kind of like at the sports book, kind of like, you know, it's almost like a prison scene or something. Like I'm about to get shanked, right? So I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, what do I do? I was like, I was like, I'm not fighting the guy. Like, dude, the guy was built like an offensive lineman. There was no, like, there was no, if, like, I could have hit him over the head with a beer bottle and I still would like, there's nothing I could do. Let's sort of me shooting the guy. So, like, and even then, I better hit him in the heart. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, I was like, man, I'm sitting there, and I just sort of look down, like, in my hand, and I've got, like, 100 drink tickets. Like, I bet, like, you know, $13,000 on the game type thing. So, I had, like, a stack of drink tickets, man. And I was like, you know what? All I can do is man up here, man. All I can do is man up. I thought about it. I was like, the best thing you can do here is man up and approach them. <laughs> I went right up to their table, man. And I said, um, I said, yo, bro, I said, sorry for the misunderstanding. I said, I got a little impatient. I said, you know, 
Super Bowl, I'm a little wired up and stuff. And uh, I said, I said it wasn't you that was pissing me off. <laughs> I said it was someone else in line. But I said, I really, um, I, I said, I'm sorry because he said you disrespected me. That's what he said. I said, I really saw. I didn't mean to disrespect you. And I said, have some drink tickets, man. And I gave these guys like 40 drink tickets. I'm like, I got some drink tickets, bro. And then the guy tells me, he goes, who did you bet on, anyways? And I said, San Francisco. And he goes, effing right. And he shakes my hand. And then he goes, I was just telling my boys that I thought you were pretty ballsy, man, to be mouthing off to me. <laughs> and then they all like me. I was like, hey, man, you know what I mean? Rest of the day, they're high-fiving every time you walk by. Because I manned up at this. I went up to the table. I said, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was a misunderstanding. Here's some free drink tickets. Free drink tickets can help you out of a jam, bro. <laughs> hey, Gabe, you know what? What you did showed true character. And in today's world, that's hard to find, my friend. That was true character right there. Well, I was just scared. I figured that was the best option. <laughs> well, most would have left. Most would have walked out the back door and said sayonara. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. No, but I was like, yeah, exactly. I was like, no, no, no. I'm not, I'm not like running out of here. Like, you know what I mean? So I, I just defuse the situation. I defuse the situation. I, I see it now. Did you see the video with this? You see that? Uh, somebody, I retweeted it. It was after the Connor fight. Somebody walked into the bathroom at the, after the fight in Vegas and said, uh, F Ireland, F the Irish. Like he just walked in, not into anyone specifically. Like, you know, it's an emotional place, the UFC, after a fight. People are like yelling and what if you had the win and like it's pretty crazy. So someone walked in, yeah, F Connor McGregor, F the Irish. He got knocked out in like five seconds. Right away, someone turned around and said, What? And just didn't even, no smack talk with this. Just turned around and boom. <laughs> that's the whole thing. You got to learn. Like, I've learned, you, you know, that's why I made the mistake that day. Dude, like, just like the guys in Denver, bro. I'm telling you, Matthias, you run your mouth nowadays, bro. You'll get you'll, you'll get what's coming to you, and you're going to end up being a laughing stock on YouTube or on, on Periscope. I don't want that to happen to me. Hey, look at Morenci getting beat up at the stratosphere, like all over the internet. That, that's, not, that's not happening. <laughs> the days of peace have sailed on by, Gabe. No more. Uh, it used to be, you know, sort of like, all right, you know, what it was before, you knew who, like, all right, this guy don't mess with him, and the fighters would fight. Nowadays, Matisse, you don't know, bro. Like, the skinniest guy in the room might be a black belt and, like, choke your ass out, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't know. You might mess, you know what I mean? Like, you don't know. Like, uh, you know, like, and I notice nowadays in the modern era, people aren't into going back and forth. Someone just is going to throw first. <laughs> Someone's going to throw. Oh, trust me, I've been in the middle of that. Dude, I saw one of the biggest brawls of my life, and it was also Hawaiian Samoan guys. They started going with the LVPD in Mandalay Bay. It was out of a movie. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Well, you know what? There's been a lot of uniform talk on game time decisions. Cam is the new uniform police, and it all started because I said I thought that the City Connect uh, jerseys in San Francisco were cool, yeah. and I'm like the only one in America that thinks so. <laughs> and they actually went three and zero wearing those jerseys. I, like it. I was not a fan of the All Star jerseys, but that's you know that whatever. We we don't have enough time to get into that because. <laughs> okay. There's been a lot of Jersey discussions yes, uh, over the last uh, week here. But speaking of the All-Star game, and congratulations, Mike Blewett's a family man, happily yeah. married family man. Yes. And yes. Um, we invited Mike on the show yesterday, and he said he couldn't do it. And I'm thinking, yeah, he's big-timing us. <laughs> he said, oh, so it's my daughter's birthday. And I was like, that's a pretty good reason why you can't come on. Yeah. Um, so right. it's your daughter's birthday. You have your daughter's birthday party. And at the same time that you were having dinner and, you know, you know slip and slide and pools yeah. Yeah. and the whole nine yards, I, you know, with your kids, I was on the air saying, I'm tired of seeing these kids run around in the outfield at the home run derby. And I've said this years ago. I said, number one is dangerous. So I imagine that the parents have to sign a waiver saying, listen, if your kid takes a light drive off the face, it's not Major League Baseball's fault. Number two, I find it to be distracting. Right. The balls are flying out there and you got a million kids running into each other, running around for the baseballs. And it finally happened. They had to take a kid off on a stretcher the other night, Mike. Yes. Yes, sir. So I would like to say that I can delineate between my dedication to my family and try to be an objective. Would you let your kids go in the outfield? Would you say, all right, here, here, honey, here's the glove. So I guess if posited with, hey, 
your son, Owen, who my son, Owen, plays baseball. He's eight years old. Uh, he'll be nine this fall. If next summer they're like, hey, uh, you can give your son a chance to be in the home run derby outfield. I would be flattered and I would really want him to have that opportunity. But as a dad looking out for his safety, I would also be like, I don't think you're ready for this. Listen, unless uh, you're a little Matt Castle in the Little League World Series, I don't think you yeah, should be out there. Like, I agree. So, and let's be real, Mike. Who is it? Who are those kids? I'm assuming it's the, you know, the son of Coca-Cola and yeah, and Bud, you know, right. Coors and other sponsors. Anheuser-Busch, Coors, uh, Mastercard is a big sponsor of the All-Star Game. So the kids out there aren't the elite 12-year-olds or 14-year-olds. They're the son of the chief marketing officer of one of these corporate companies. It's not, uh, they didn't qualify to be there. There are perhaps some local little leaguers that uh, kick butt and uh, qualified to be there. But uh, honestly, the, the, this is the smallest subset of society that can hit a baseball the hardest and farthest. And we're putting kids out there to potentially catch it. I wouldn't want to be out there. I, and I can catch a baseball. Those balls take, uh, they, they, they move. They, they take, uh, like, they, <laughs> you yeah. can be out there thinking, oh, I got this, I got this. Next thing you know, you're taking it off the face. Yeah. You're not used to catching Sal Perez's line drives. It's like oh. a different speed. Like, it's a different, like, full of, hell, we see guys softball hacks take it to the face and stuff. I got it, I got Joey it, right? Joey Gallo? Like, like, every, the one thing we know about Joey Gallo is that he can hit a baseball over 120 miles an hour. You know, like, guys like that. I don't even like sitting, I don't. You know, it's been a little while, actually, since I've been to a baseball game, but I was at a hockey game last week, and I was right behind the net. And let me tell you, I told someone sitting next to me, I said, thank God for this, these nets over the glass, man. Because I used to go to hockey games when there was no uh, nets over the glass. Mm-hmm. And it was scary, bro. It wasn't cool. Like, I didn't like it. it. Like, it ruined the experience of being at the game, knowing you can get killed at any minute. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's not fun. Like, HBO it really isn't sports. fun. HBO Real Sports did a study on baseball fans that had been hit by errant baseballs. This is before netting was in vogue and before it became widespread. And these people were permanently blinded. They were permanently injured by things like that. And I, too, it sounds like perhaps to some out there, they're uh, they're brave and they're they think we're being scaredy cats. But I'm telling you, uh, in the moments when I had uh, tickets right behind the dugout at Yankee Stadium, I didn't want to have my head on a swivel at all times. And even if I did, I was probably going to miss it. And it was going to hit me in the face. And you I played baseball my whole net. life. Got to be right behind the plate or a little higher up. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what's really scary, too? People don't realize it. Standing on the sidelines of a football game. Yeah, dude. It's yeah. no joke, man. Yeah. Uh, it's no joke. I've been on the sidelines of pro games. And I've been on the sidelines. Like, I nearly got killed in Texas once, bro. <laughs> at, a, at a high school slash college all-star game. And... Dude, like, I'm on the sidelines, and, you know, the running back's coming at you, and it's like 3D, bro. You're like, well, he's coming close. So I was like, nah, I'm all right. He's going to cut. He's going to turn. And, then, and I'm like, no, he's not. He's running out of bounds. And let me tell you, they don't care about you on the sidelines standing there. Like, you're not their concern. So here I'm standing there, and I'm like, this is getting closer. It was almost like a wave, Mike. I'm on the beach. And at the last second, I'm like, this is not going to end well. And I totally, like, jumped backwards. And I was smart to do it, bro. It was Roberson on Northwestern. He came flying in, man. Flying in. It was good guys. Brian Johnson, Utah Utes was the quarterback. Yeah. Uh, It was the All-Stars in Houston, Texas. They were all from Texas. 
And, man, it was a fast-paced game, bro. And sure. I really got murdered on the sidelines a few times. And it was funny, Mike, because at the start of the game, I was right on the sideline. Like, I was right up at the front. Bro, by the end of it, I was, like, next to the band. You're behind. I was like, I didn't want to be like, behind I kept the moving Gatorade back. Cooler. I was like, moving I'm back and back. I was like, I'm good. Here. I'm good. The, I, I, don't need to be, I don't need to be any closer. I'm good. I'm not going to get run over. I remember I talked to the doctor that night. I was there. I was on the sideline because someone got hurt. <laughs> and I said, man, it's dangerous on the sideline here, right, Doc? And uh, he said to me, he told me he was a doctor in Texas at Katy High School, too. So I yeah. was at, at the yeah. Mecca. Katie Stadium. That's where Roger Clemens is from. Exactly. So uh, David Klinger played there. We can go on, right? They all played there, right? So um, uh, the doctor told me, though, big, most dangerous sport in America, high school sports, most injuries, cheerleading. He was telling me, yeah, broken necks and like yeah. really like all ugly the stunts, stuff. The stunts in and addition to all the yeah, like casual injuries. He said the, the, the cheerleaders get injured for real. That's what he told me. He's like some of these cheerleaders like get really hurt. Yeah, you know, like they get flipped in the air. It's like the yeah. gymnast dance. It's over the top. All right, Mike. So, you know, I, I tweeted this out earlier today, Mike. What is it about NFL players at this time of the year? So I said this last week. About coaches. I was talking to Rick Saratella, NFL Draft Bible, SI.com. Yeah. And I said, if you're a coach, this is when you take the wife to Europe for a week. This is where you're like, yeah, you know what? We went sailing with the family because it's about to be go time for real. And there's no turning back. And it's a 24-7 operation. But this is the time of year as well where daily NFL players will get arrested. And I don't know if it's like it's like a subconscious thing where they're like, you know what? I'm going to be in camp in about 10 days, so I better do all these stupid things. I'm going to go and I'm going to, you know what I mean? I'm going to handle this beef I got with this guy now because the season's starting. Yeah. I know, you know what? I've got a drinking problem and I got to chill out when I get to camp, so I'm going to go on a little mini bender here before I show up. When we're seeing it's daily, I mean, you're going to see in the next month, guy, college kids are be getting kicked off of teams daily, right? Sure. But Richard Sherman surprises me, always known as one of the most intelligent guys in football. Yeah, it's there are more and more details coming out as we are talking, and it is pretty serious, right? There's a car accident involved. There's the car accident's the biggest problem for him because yeah. the, the domestic battery is kind of exaggerated in the sense of that he didn't batter anybody. Number one, he, he didn't steal anything. Out, yeah. The burglary, domestic battery. I guess in the state of Washington, if your spouse calls the police, that's the term immediately. Yeah. So, number one, he didn't punch, like he didn't attack his wife. But you're right, it's pretty ugly. I guess, you know, he was in a he was in a hit and run. He caused damage. He left the scene. And then he tried to break into a house that his family was into. Yeah, yeah. So And, think, and then a police dog needed to subdue him, too, that's right? Right, because right. he, he struggled. The early report is that he may have struggled with police. So, I think there's a lot more details to come out. I think it is a surprising name, but to your greater point, uh, as much as coaches and GMs this is their only time of the year to somewhat relax, I think it's probably the GM's least favorite time of year because everybody's off uh, on their own volition to do whatever they want to do. They can go to Europe. They could drive around. They party a little bit. There's a lot of young guys with a lot of money. What would you do if you were young and you had a lot of money? You'd be out partying. You'd be going to a beach town. You, if I was going, their agent, Especially I'd... after COVID. Gabe, I mean, this is the I backdrop know. of yeah, all yeah, of this. Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of people have not had an opportunity to hang out in the way that people can hang out now. There's a common pattern with all this. Hometowns. I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah. If I was an agent, 
It's one of the first things I would I would tell them. I know it sucks. You want to go home and drive around in your car and be the big shot and show up at the bar. And I know you want to do it. Don't. Don't. Fly your you family miss, out. You miss somebody in your hometown? You fly them out here and we'll all go out right. together. You bring them out to L.A. You know what I mean? You bring them out to Florida here. And we'll, you're not going back to Alabama. You're not going back to Louisiana. The cops are going to be on your ass. Like, you know what I mean? You see it all the time, bro. All the time. Yeah. And I, I agree. And Look at James Harden got stopped by the cops. Even. And by the way, Gabe, I, you know, I went to a Division One football school when Tom Coughlin was the head coach, and the second school ended, he didn't want those guys going home at all. He wanted them there the whole summer so yeah. he could sort of keep watch of them. He didn't want them going to their hometown to work out in their own gym. He wanted them on a workout program, and he didn't want he didn't want them leaving campus. For a reason. So at the pro level, you're right. Agents need to get involved. At the college level, I think there's a reason beyond the ability to keep an. Uh, the, the main reason is the ability to keep an eye on these guys during the summer. It's, uh, it's not always uh, a major incident like we're potentially seeing with Richard Sherman, but there's a lot of guys to get in trouble, and it's what we have to talk about this time of the year because it can impact teams. Mike Blue and Ticket with us. The late SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. We're everywhere. Radio, the internet, TV, satellite, and our mobile app. We make it easy. Like, real easy. In fact, if you're not listening, it's you. It's always you. Slacker. We are the Sports Grid Radio Network. You're listening to Sports Grid Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. 
Sports Rage Fight Night continues here at XM Channel 204. I am Gabe Lorenzo. We're kicking it with Mike Blewett. All right, uh, Mike, let's talk about uh, let's talk about what's going on on the field. And first things first, I saw you tweeting out a fantasy football team uh, that you oh, drafted, yeah. and I saw that Kyler Murray was your quarterback. Yes, sir. Uh, talk to me about uh, talk to me about Kyler Murray. Why you selected him? Where did you select him? Where do you think he's worthy? Where would you rank Kyler Murray as far as quarterbacks coming into the year? Because I'm very high on the Arizona Cardinals this year. They play in a tough division, but I really like what they've been building. I like the coaching staff. I like the players. I like the draft picks. I like the free agent signings. I like the trades. There's a lot to like. And let's be real, Mike. Arizona are all in right now. They're trying to win now. Absolutely. Uh, I, I do think they made some good decisions during the offseason. Uh, what concerns me and I think will probably is your biggest concern is I don't know that Cliff Kingsbury has worked out all the kinks in his late game on field coaching scenarios, but they have a lot of firepower in terms of the fantasy draft. I did it's Scott Fishbowl. It raises a lot of money for toys for tots. It's a big industry draft. 2,000 participants in all. It's a unique draft in that it's a super flex, so you're going to play two quarterbacks there. That's why I took Kyler Murray fifth overall. Uh, you're playing two quarterbacks on a week-to-week basis. My big decision there was Kyler versus Josh Allen. It was kind of a coin Whoa. flip scenario. Uh, I, I didn't know what – the reason I took Kyler is because I thought I would have a better chance of stacking him with DeAndre Hopkins than I would with Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. I was wrong about that because I could have gotten Allen and Diggs, but I really went with Kyler because I thought Hopkins would slide a little further and I could stack those both. It's a it's a unique format, so I felt like I needed to do that. Would I change my mind? Uh, tough to say. I think Kyler's going to put up a lot of touchdowns, and, and I think Allen's going to be great too. I think they're both going to have massive uh, massive seasons. I think Josh. I think they're both legitimate MVP contenders. Actually, I let, let me ask you about that. But one thing with Josh Allen. If you look, uh, the rushing yards have come down. I mean, look, he still gave you nearly 500 last year on the ground, but he doesn't want to run as much as he used to. And they don't want him to run as much Agreed. as he used to either, right? Yeah. I think Kyler Murray will still scramble a little bit more if it's there. And But the thing is, it's not like the Bills have a potent ground attack, right? They're built around Josh Allen. Yeah, but he, he, the, I mean, we saw the most improvement of any player last year from 2019 to 2020 was Josh Allen sitting in the pocket throwing the ball. It was really impressive, right? Yeah, he, yeah. he was much more accurate. His his completion percentage has gone up 16 percent in two years. Do you and think you're right. they have a better core of wide receivers now? Do you prefer Emmanuel Sanders uh, more than John Brown? <sighs> I do as a player, but John Brown, you have to give him a lot of credit for what he was able to do in 2019. He was one-dimensional, though. He yes. was vertical. I think Run, that's he who ran he is. straight down the field. I think that's who he is. I, I think Emmanuel Sanders, I actually expected a lot more out of him yeah. uh, last year as uh, in New Orleans, but we also had injuries to Drew Brees, and they were running the ball in a unique way. They were playing uh, ball close to the line of scrimmage, which may not be Emmanuel Sanders' game. But uh, are you I buying digress. Gabriel Davis? Do you think he's uh, ready for a breakout season? Well, uh, if you were able to see the entire chart of my team, Gabriel <laughs> Davis is on that team as well. I thought the value I got him at, and for all you fantasy players out there, is really interesting. It's going to be difficult, Gabe, for Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs to repeat their performance. At yes. best, I think they repeat it. I think at best. You could expect some regression, uh, but that's not a criticism of them. I, I just think functionally it would be hard for Josh to go up to 
45 touchdowns and Diggs to catch even more passes. Yeah. I was more impressed. I was totally impressed with Stephon Diggs, but for Gabriel Davis to come in as a rookie and be as good as he was in clutch games, playoff games, Gabe, I was really impressed with him. I like him as a part of their offense. Uh, Cole Beasley is in the news for a lot of other reasons. I don't know if he'll miss games as a result of COVID complications at any point, uh, but uh, that's a that, good point. Uh, the Gabriel Davis thing, I, I think, is real in Buffalo, and I think he becomes a part of the offense, particularly because, as you say, uh, they don't have a reliable ground attack. Mike Blewett, uh, kick it with us. Uh, we're talking NFL football. I am Gabriel Morenci, Sirius XM Channel 24, uh, Sports Grid Radio Networks. I, I saw earlier today, Mike, that um, nine teams in the NFL have 85% of their players vaccinated. Pretty good. Yeah, and they're not disclosing. There's no official, oh, these are the nine teams, but there were sort of, some teams are sort of more open about it. Tomlin's been very, you're Steelers. Yeah, yeah. It's been very, and he said, I think the fact that we're so vaccinated will be an advantage for us. Yeah. We won't have disruptions. So, you know, I don't want to get into people's personal business. It is what it is. I can tell you, I've been vaccinated and, uh, I, you know what? I wish I had 5G in my in my veins. My cell phone service would be better, <laughs> and you know, nothing sticking to me like a magnet. And I wish it did because my I'd never lose my keys, <laughs> right? But I'm not gonna get into people's business. But you just raised something. As a fantasy football player that plays for money, or as a better, something you wouldn't wouldn't mind knowing. Like put it this way, Mike: talent A, talent B have the same numbers. One guy is vaxxed, one guy isn't. Yeah, I'm taking the Vox guy, Mike. That's like, this is from a fantasy football perspective. Am I yeah. crazy? And no, I, I think given the scenario that you just posed, you'd, you'd go with the guy that was vaccinated, if for no other reason that Cole Beasley, for example, could test positive and be asymptomatic, but not allowed to play in a given week. They are, look, the NFL is going to have a lot of policies in place for players that are vaxxed and not vaccinated for them to continue to be able to compete. You and I both gave the NFL by the end of the year last year a lot of credit for being able to get through it and keeping everybody mostly safe. Uh, certainly nobody got sick, no players got sick to the point where they're hospitalized for any extended period of time. Uh, and I think they'll continue to be able to do that. But yeah, given the scenario you posed, uh, of course, and it, uh, in the draft that I was in, it, it clearly impacted Beasley just because he's been outspoken about it. We know. He, no we know he's not him, vaccinated. Right? In the same way they would have for a guy to put up those numbers, huh? Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. He clearly dropped a lot because I think wow. people are just concerned about it. Yeah. Uh, interesting. And it's funny, too, because it's not so much. I don't think McDermott cares. I think he'd tell him, bro, I don't care what you what you do, yeah. but you're a distraction and you're gone. Like word is he's on the fence now already. Right. That they think, you know what? You're not a team guy. It's not about your whatever. You just say you're a team guy. Or you're not. Yeah. Right. It's one of those type of deals. So let me ask you about the MVP. I talked about this earlier in the week, but I'd like to get more opinions on it. So Mahomes is five to one. Rogers is 10 to one. Brady's 12 to one. Then you get Josh Allen at 13. Dak Prescott, 15. Lamar, uh, 17. Poorly, I don't know what it is with Lamar. Eh? People can't, like, last year they were mad at him because he was working out with him on a, on a mask. This year they're mad at him because he's playing football on a basketball court. It's like, oh, Lamar can't buy a break. Hey, at least he's not uh, he's not getting arrested, everyone. Chill out. So, yeah. Josh Allen, I think there's value. If you're betting this, I thought there was value with Josh Allen at 13-1. to 1, yep. And I think there's value with Kyler Murray at 23-1. to 1. Yep. Dak Prescott's 15 to 1, Lamar's 17 to 1, Stafford's 17 to 1, Wilson's 20 to 1, 
Herbert's 20 to 1. And then Kyler Murray's 23 to 1. Baker Mayfield 26. Tannehill 32. What are your, what's your thought on the FanDuel MVP odds? Uh, I'd take Dak out of the MVP conversation, but he's at 2-1 to one right now for comeback, comeback player of the year. I think you have to bet that now because I, I don't think you're going to get a better price from here what on out. What about Duvernay Tardif? Is that crazy that the media throws him a comeback? Uh, I think that would be really cool, but we all know how this works. Nah, Gabe, this is yeah. about narratives, and that is a cool narrative. But it ain't as cool as being the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. They'll write some sorry, stories break. about it, but in the end, they won't vote for him. You're That's right. right. They'll, they'll That's make right. him They're feel like, good. He's a guard. He's a guard. How much did he really help? Like people don't, don't <laughs> vote for guys like that. You know, like if Dak and the other guy, Saquon and Burrow and and McCaffrey don't play well, or Nick. Hey, Bosa, I'm going with Winston, comeback player of the year. That's my guy. I like it. I like the value there. I, I like everything you said on the. On the MVP race, I think the Bucks are really going to crush it this regular season. Brady put up monster numbers last year. I don't know that he exceeds those, uh, but I think the Bucks over is going to get crushed, and that could lead you to having Brady at 12 to one, which is interesting. I'll take another shot at Kyler because if they thread the needle and are able to win that division, in which I think is the toughest division, top to bottom in football, I think Kyler's got a shot. And I know not everybody loves him, and he's polarizing to some. But if the Browns are able to win that division and really challenge for one of the best records in the AFC, Baker Mayfield at 26 to one would have to be a part of that. I'm not saying he's a favorite. I'm saying at 26 to one, he's somebody that you should consider. Uh, seeing as how they ended the season last year, he played great in the last six weeks. And if the Browns can win that division, Baker would have an inside track, at least for the narrative of winning MVP. It'll still be hard to beat Pat Mahomes or Tom Brady or even Aaron, Aaron Rodgers should he decide to play for the Packers again. Mike Blewett uh, kicking it with us. Let's talk about uh, Offensive Rookie of the Year and a uh, guy that uh, is on your team. And I tell you what, the odds keep dropping, bro. Wow. Because I remember uh, Najee Harris was like 17, 18 to 1. So Offensive Rookie of the Year, Trevor Lawrence, plus 270. This is all at FanDuel. Justin Fields, plus 550. Zach Wilson, 7 to 1. Trey Lance, plus 750. Matt Jones, 10 to 1. So let's start off at the top. So Trevor Lawrence could put up some decent numbers. Overall, you know, the media is going to hype them up and they're going to cover them. But will he do enough to actually, you know, win Rookie of the Year? I don't know. Justin Fields isn't the starting quarterback yet. Zach Wilson being the third overall pick, third choice is ridiculous. This kid's going to be running for his life. Totally agree. Um, Trey Lance isn't the quarterback. Jimmy Garoppolo's the quarterback. I agree. You're, so, you're speaking my language, buddy. Yeah. So, so Matt the top Jones, five guys, we got yeah. two guys that are playing every game. One yeah, so Matt is Jones is not the quarterback, right, right. still. And right. he might be the quarterback, and you and I talked about then. Belichick is sort of patient. He might get into week five, six, and you know, whatever, seven. You know what I mean? He ain't the quarterback. Cam Newton's the quarterback. Right. Right. Najee Harris is the running back at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Sure. And a team that has talked. So talk to me. You're the Steeler guy. Yeah. Ben Roethlisberger's older, so we know he doesn't have any arm strength. So you know what would be a good idea? Let's throw the football 54 times every game. <laughs> <laughs> right? So, and Tomlin used to talk, we got to get back to our identity. We Is that just... Was that lip service, or is it the fact that Snell and Connor just couldn't get it done? And are you buying in that they're going to use Najee Harris and they're going to run this kid into the ground? Well, the the part that bothers me about the Najee Harris pick is that I don't, I almost feel like Kevin Colbert and Michael Tomlin didn't even make the pick. Uh, the Roonies were talking about it from 
the time the season ended that we have to get back to basics and have to get a running back. I felt like that was an ownership pick, which is pretty rare for the Steelers. That's yeah. one thing that bugs me. Uh, I, I think that the offensive line was the worst in the NFL last year. It got progressively worse throughout the year. And you could say, well, there's nowhere to go but up. But I don't know when I look at it that it's clearly gotten better. David DeCastro was by far the most talented player on the line. He's not on the team anymore and is talking about retirement. Pouncey did retire. Villanueva yeah. leaves. Zach Banner comes back, but he's coming in off an ACL. So it's I, I real, still it's think, a rebuilt old line you're talking about that. Totally. There's yeah. four different guys. And I just think that I think that expecting not to just play through that and and be great is a lot to ask. I think he can have a really good season. It could mirror Le'Veon Bell's rookie season where there was a lot of touches and a lot of promise, but not necessarily that efficient. By year two, Le'Veon Bell was proving himself to be the best back in the league. Trevor Lawrence is going to play a lot of games. I, I do think Justin Fields is interesting because you and I both don't think Andy Dalton's going to last no. long. So and the Justin Bears could Fields, be good. Yeah, they could be. They could they were, be. They were a playoff team last year. People always forget that. Mike blew it. Man, we're out of time already. Time That's flies by when we talk football. We'll do it again next week. Thanks for the time, Mike. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. The late night anger man for class. The three minute warning. All right, it's been uh, another uh, super fast. 
180 minutes, full court press. Quickest 180 minutes in sports talk radio. Shout out to all of our uh, loyal, hardcore rageaholics out there like Sooner Lisa. Shout out uh, in Norman, Oklahoma. We do have to get uh, a Sooner helmet for the rotation um, up and running. Shout out to Big Will in Toronto, Chris Brady in Seattle, who takes the Seattle Seahawks to the greatest organization in the history of sports. <laughs> He's mad. Where's Russell Wilson for MVP? Listen, I love Russell Wilson, but that's a really tough division. We're going to really start talking football next week as the NBA playoffs wind down. We're going to be on the Olympics, too, but you know, listen, I've already started to click. And for the record, for people that missed it, I tweeted it out earlier. I said I bet $500 on something in the Olympics to win gold. It was Japan. It was Japan. That's who I took in baseball. I've got Japan to win the gold medal in baseball. And it's in Japan. Obviously, the Olympics are in Japan, so they have the home field advantage, even though it's not going to be fans. They have the home country advantage. And quite frankly, they have the best players in the tournament. As they shut their league down. The Japanese league is, without exception and without any debate, the second best league in baseball. The Japanese league's the real deal, man. Look, look at the guys that they, they've produced, right? Like, the Japanese league's the real deal. It's in Japan. They shut their pro league down specifically for the Olympics. They're going to steamroll everybody. FanDuel's got it at plus 160. Grab it. It shouldn't be that high. Other spots, it's not that high. Japan rolls, wins gold. I put 500 on it. We'll have more Olympic gold picks to come. Other than that, you're on your own later. We do this 24 hours a day, working hard to bring you the news you can use. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash.